Welcome to Shelf Logic, the official podcast of the Maricopa County Library District. Hello, and welcome back to another fantastic MCLD podcast. Uh, I'm here with Glenn. You want to introduce yourself? I am Glenn. I'm from Sun City. And I'm Jeff from Goodyear Library, and we are here to talk about epic comic event series. Uh, we've got four of them, so we're going to talk about two Marvel and two DC. I don't know why I'm holding my hands up, because this is a uh, podcast, and okay. you can't. No, you I, can't. I think they can picture the fingers. Yeah. It's even two. He was holding up two hands, two yeah. hands on each one. Just, just know that. Uh, so the, the Marvel ones we're going to talk about are going to be Civil War. Uh, the original way back in the day by Mark Miller, or Millar, I think, and Steve McNiven, and Secret Wars by Jonathan Hickman and Esad Rabik. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing any of these names right, but that there you go. Uh, and then the DC ones we're going to talk about are going to be DC uh, Final Crisis by Grant Morrison and Doug Mank, and Dark Knight's Metal by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. Yeah, and real quick before we get started, I'd like to offer just kind of a little definition for what we mean by these big events. And this is not to be confused with crossovers, because crossovers are, you know, bringing in alternate universes and things like that. Um, I, I'm sorry, alternate universe, alternate, um, completely different franchises. Right. I mean by crossover. Like Batman and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes, exactly. But events, there's are self-contained, and they may span multiple universes within the same franchise. So you could have... 100 Batman or things like that that are all going at it together. So these are these big, crazy events, um, usually their own self-contained continuities. Yeah, and they, they, they happen in comics all the time. Um, and uh, now that the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is a thing, like they're happening in on the screen, right? So Avengers, Avengers Endgame, that's kind of a, a, a parallel of like, that's a movie epic where they take all these other characters from the Marvel they have their own movies and cram them all together. That's what they're doing in comics as well. Yep. So, all right. First up, let's talk about the Marvel ones. Uh, we'll talk about the oldest first. Uh, Civil War by Mark Millar and Steve McNiven. Um, what did you think of this one, Glenn? What did you? You know, there's there's just nothing like the good classic original take on Civil War. Um, you know, Captain America versus Iron Man. Should superheroes be registered? Mm. It's it's the it's the age old question. Uh, I love yes, I love that um, they have two very different sides, and neither that are battling each other, but neither one is like good versus evil. Um, you can look at both sides and see that they both have a point. Um, and uh, I so I picked this one up back in the day as it was coming out like in floppies i remember like having to wait like oh my gosh what's gonna happen i have to wait several weeks to find out <laughs> uh and uh and at the time my wife and i like we would have these discussions like oh man i think iron man's right what you're crazy captain america is right <laughs> and uh so i loved being able to like have a conversation with someone uh with a completely different viewpoint um yeah, oh, series was right then. Captain America or Iron Man, has it changed since your childhood days? Oh, wow, yeah. Okay, so, um, like, in my, so I, I feel like in my heart, I really want to go with Captain America. <laughs> uh, because, like, yeah, like, these these are, like, tr superheroes. They are the, like, core of goodness. Like, of we should inherently trust them. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I, I also feel like, well, you know what? Like, humans are inherently fallible. 
of course, like, we should have systems in place, like, because we know nobody is perfect all the time. And so, of course, sure. we should have a registration system to prevent, you know, terrible things. Yeah, and training these people. If these people are working with the public, then they should be trained in how to, how to handle certain situations, right? Like, you can't just have powers and know how to handle a hostage situation. Absolutely. So but on the flip side, I do think Iron Man's argument starts to devolve when they start mind controlling people. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Now, you know, again, like maybe maybe that is further proof though, nobody's perfect and we do need a system in place, just one with <laughs> mind control. Yeah, maybe yeah, maybe not. <laughs> you know, my my first exposure to Civil War, and now we're gonna get my childhood anecdote, was right. back when I played Marvel Ultimate Alliance on what was that, like the PlayStation? Okay, yeah. Uh, good stuff. Um, yeah. It also kind of follows the premise almost very similarly because you have the same thing where, you know, the Captain America is kind of going underground and he's mm-hmm. like a secret hero and like, oh, man, that's so cool. And then Iron Man's like got the government backing and he's getting all the villains on his side. Yeah. Uh, so uh, there's so many there's so many good things, good ideas in this that have been like pulled at like – so they did make a movie like where Captain America and Iron Man are fighting each other. Um, it's not quite like it doesn't follow the same like, oh, we need to have everybody registered. And no, we don't. No. Um, I, I miss that in the movie. But also in Civil War, um, you know, Spider-Man uh, reveals himself. Um, and uh, like I so here's another important thing uh, to know about these event comics. Usually there's like. One big main story, and it's told across, you know, six, seven issues. Um, but oftentimes with these huge events, they, like, they come out in the summer, and, like, all of the other regular stories will have some kind of, like, tie-in where they, like, look at their, like, you know. So in this case, like, the Iron Man regular book, like, really does a deep dive into, like, Iron Man and what what's happening during this whole thing. And the... Yeah. And the Spider-Man, like, goes deep into what Spider-Man's doing. Right. So, um, like, and I sometimes forget, like, at the end of Civil War, spoiler alert, like, Captain America (laughs) is assassinated. Like, the death of Captain America was a huge thing. It made, like, newspaper headlines. Right. Um, And really, that, like, it comes right out of Civil War. It's not in the book itself. It's, like, right after the book, like, the next issue or something. But, yeah. Yeah, the the Civil War that we have on Hoopla just kind of... Which kind of ends. You're like, oh, right. What's the resolution here? And there's, there's just kind of like, well, this is an imperfect system. <laughs> that's life. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and they, you know, um, there's a whole bunch of really interesting books that spin out of uh, Civil War, um, and uh, and I think uh, you could like on Hoopla several of those. Um, you can look at those and see, um, you know, like. The Captain America book that comes out of Civil War and the uh, they, they launch like an initiative of like training these heroes and stuff. And some of those you can find on Hoopla as well. So um, if you're like Glenn, you're like, what does happen? It's not, it doesn't take too much research online to, to see like, oh, what are the stories after? And you can find many of those on Hoopla. Uh, I do have one question for you, Jeff. And it'll be a question I think I, I want to address with each of these. Um, yep. is how much... Marvel background knowledge do you need to have to get into this particular event comic? Um, I think I think you can have almost no Marvel background for this one. Um, yeah. 
If you if you are even like oh, mildly aware of the movies, I think you can jump into this, and I think you can have a good time because it's really this book is not about necessarily the personalities; it's about right. this core issue. Yeah. Um, and in the you know people pop up, and you don't necessarily have to know their whole backstory to know like oh yeah. That guy just threw a shield and knocked someone out. That was pretty sweet. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think? I, I I would agree with that. There's there's I think there's a little bit of backstory that I think you would people would appreciate more, like Thor being you know dead. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> they're, they're... Uh, why is Thor dead? Uh, I don't know. He is. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I and I feel like a lot of these uh, big event stories. Um, yeah, maybe strange things like that happen um, because, like, they, they just have to tell the story, like, in the middle of the Marvel Universe, which is, like, this long story that goes on, you know, from 1961 to today, so. Yeah, and and this one is, yeah, no, I, I agree. Like, there's there's some good, like, bits that you'll recognize if you're more versed in the comic lore, like the Watcher showing up. You're like, oh, yeah, I know who that is. Cool. Right. Or, like, why Doctor Strange is just on the mountain meditating. It's just like, meh, not my problem. <laughs> yeah. But I think this is a great one if you're like, oh, yeah, I'm kind of interesting and in, in, interested in Marvel and I want to check out, you know, this, like, huge event where everyone's in it. I think this is a great, like, starting point to check it out. I agree. Yeah, you, you really don't need a whole lot other than just some passing knowledge of who's who. Yep. Um, all right. So the next Marvel one. Uh, so Civil War, by the way, that one, um, that one came out in 2011. Um, so, yep, and you can check the whole thing out as one single compendium on Hoopla. So only yep, one download. Yep. A little while ago. All right. So next up, um, this was one you picked. You wanted to read uh, from Marvel. Yep. Uh, it's Secret Wars, uh, and it, a little <laughs> confusing because there's actually two Marvel event comic books called yes. Secret Wars. Um, yes. <laughs> this is the Secret Wars 2015-2016 one. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, it's the, the most recent one. Yes, and yeah, it, it, yes, confusing, absolutely. Um, Secret Wars is kind of, if you've heard of or watched What If, it's it's kind of similar to that. Um, like, what happens if you throw these people in a world and makes everything up? Who, who gets what? What powers have what? You know, Doctor Doom becomes a sort of omnipotent god being, and yeah. the things get weird. Um, so I loved how this book starts because basically, like, you open this book up and you're like, okay, what's going on? And they're like, oh, no, the universe is, is going to end. Let's let's get everybody together. We're going to fight this thing. And you're like, oh, I've read this story a million yeah. times before. <laughs> like, here we go again. I like There's at least five other Marvel event stories <laughs> that, like, are this exact plot. Yeah. Um, and so they all they gather everyone together. They like get all their techno gadget boobles and their superhero powers, and like we're gonna take this thing down. And then they just fail. They just they all come together, and like the thing starts with like the destruction of yep. not just the universe, but like every universe right. ever is destroyed. Yeah. Um. And like Mister Fantastic, like personally watches you know his family like vanish into nothingness. It's um, brutal. It's br very brutal. Uh, and then, like, you turn the page, and it's, like, a tombstone. And it's, like, the Marvel Universe. <laughs> 1961 to 2015. And you're like, whoa. <laughs> like, where do you go from there? To Battleworld. Yes. Uh, can, can you explain what is Battleworld? 
Oh gosh. Um, yeah, it's this is um, an omnipotent being in this case, Doctor Doom, who basically picked up the pieces of all of these exploded universes and combined them into a single one that was left. That is just kind of powered by his will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what, like, why and how it was Doctor Doom. Um, yeah. And if you don't know Doctor Doom, he is. I, I think this is, I think he was a perfect villainous choice for this because Doctor Doom is a very hard hitting, powerful supervillain, but he is probably one of the most sane supervillains um, in in either Marvel or DC. Like he feels like a real world dictator who yeah. he doesn't want to see the world burn. He doesn't want to like just crush and be cruel and mean and evil. He just wants to be in charge and have everyone. Like glory in awe of his power. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so I think this is a good choice because he's in charge, but like, and he's not like trying to like make everyone miserable. But just because he's you know not super great at loving and and like com getting everybody working together, like times are are hard. Um, yeah. And then Doctor Strange is his right hand man, which is yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> Um, what I think one of the things I love most about Battleworld is the police force that they have to, oh, uh, four force. <laughs> yes. It's just like dozens, if not hundreds of like alternate Thors, like as the protectorate of Battleworld. Yeah, that's just, it's fantastic. That's one of my favorite things. And then the Hulk army later is great too. Yep. Um, so yeah, this one is so much fun. Uh, like the visuals are very like painterly style. Hmm. Um, I really like the visuals um, in this, uh, and uh, like everyone is, like all of the familiar familiar faces are there, but they look a little bit different. Yeah. Um, how how much knowledge pre knowledge do you think, um, or if you have no knowledge, how comfortable would you be? I think you need a little bit more than Civil War that we were just talking about because. I think a lot of the premise for action and, and comedy and things like that in in this, in Secret Wars, is based on knowing, like, how how these kind of powers interact. Because you give, you have the heroes mm -hmm. and the villains, and then you give them, like, an additional set of powers on top of that. And without kind of knowing, like, why that's weird, like, why Black Panther having the Infinity Gauntlet is strange, then you're not going to enjoy this too much. But if you have if you have a decent knowledge of Marvel, I think you'll enjoy this. Yeah. I I agree. I you know, um I think I think this is maybe a a callback to the original Secret Wars where like everyone got a brand new costume because yeah. they had a bunch of toys that they needed to sell with different costumes, <laughs> I think. Well, uh, <laughs> but uh but yeah, like the original Secret Wars is where like Spider-Man got his black famous Venom suit from or whatever. And so um, yeah, they're keeping the tradition going. Uh, this, to be honest, like, so Civil War was a very small scale, like, thing. It was basically, like, just America superhero registration. Like, not even a world-ending event. It was, like, contained yeah. to one nation. And really, um, not, nobody who had, like, S-tier or got, like, super-tier powers here. Like, mm -hmm. really just kind of, like, you know, city-breaking powers? Maybe. Yeah. Right. breaking powers? Nah. Uh, whereas, yeah, Secret Wars is, is not only is it like the entire planet or universe shattering, like everything in ever existence everywhere, all of time and reality and multiverse is at risk. Right. Yeah. And like, yeah, absolutely crazy power scaling too, because there's armies of Thors and Hulks 
and yeah. Galactus is there, and Thanos shows up at Thanos one point. He's <laughs> like, "I got the Infinity Gauntlet. I am Thanos. I am the greatest." And Doom's like, "Nope, you're, you're done. Stop." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so the power scaling on this is like dialed to you know twelve. Right. So if you okay. yeah, if you want just like a level twelve epicness, this is a great series. Um. It is not as intellectual, I think, um, as Civil War, but I think there definitely are, like, some good questions and some good thoughts in here. Yeah, like, if you were handed, you know, the omnipotent powers, like, what would you do to save the world? Like, how would you right. do it? Who right. Would you save? And, yeah, and, and, like, does how you save the world matter? Like, can you right. save the world uh in a, in a like dictatorly way and still create goodness or is yeah the very nature of how you make the world better like influence everything that goes in and out so yeah um all right so uh i liked those two quite a bit um next up let's go ahead to dc uh right. well again we'll start with the like the oldest one first um, Final Crisis. This is one I recommended to you. Um, what, what is your familiarity with DC? Um, I'm, I'm moderately familiar with DC. Not, okay. not as familiar with DC as I am with Marvel, um, but I, I've read a decent chunk of stuff in DC. Um, what, did, what did you think of Final Crisis? Final Crisis is, is at times, very enigmatic. Um, overall, I really enjoyed it. There's a lot of really great moments in there. Um, Final Crisis, though, does spend a whole lot of time with, like, gosh, I don't even know what, like, what level to call some of these heroes. Like, the new heroes, like, like, B, C tier heroes, you don't see very often, and you're like, oh, what are these guys doing? And then yeah. you're like, well, we're moving on, okay. <laughs> they're, so, I think they're, they're, they're often called, like, the new gods. There's a lot of new gods yeah. in here. Um, and they were created way back in the day by Jack Kirby, who is, like, most famous for basically co-creating most of the Marvel universe with Stan Lee. Um, and, uh, and so he came to DC and was like, DC's like, do your, do your thing. And he was like, I'm going to create my own crazy, you know, new world. And he did all these new gods. And so a lot of them show up. Yeah. Um, it's written. So it's written by Grant Morrison um, and uh, illustrated by Doug Mank. Um I don't know if I pronounced that right, uh, but Grant Morrison is kind of like, he's a very, he writes a lot of comics. He's very well known, and he's yeah. very well known for like really out there, wild, crazy yeah, storytelling. He's a big picture guy, 100%. Yeah. He, he thinks in grand scales. Yes. Um, I love, I love Final Crisis. Um, I, when, when I look at, so I often feel like superhero stories are our culture's like modern day mythology. Um, like, okay. like a lot of cultural stories, like it, that write our DNA as a culture, like are in superhero stories. And so I, I think final crisis, like operates sometimes in many ways, like Greek mythology, where Greek mythology feels like anything is possible. Like, oh yeah, I like spit into the ocean and had a daughter or something i don't know like <laughs> like how did that person get born like oh they came out as the, the sea foam right it's just that's how things happen um and so like at some point there's like oh, i don't want to spoil too much but there is definitely like somebody sings the world like into existence um yep 
it's one of my favorite moments, but it's it is like just absolute craziness. Uh, sure is, yeah. After he like transcends all of reality, right? Yeah. yeah. Basically, uh, Superman is like, I'm gonna sing the world into existence, which is is both crazy and just like, like grabs me by the heart and like fills me <laughs> up. I love it. Um, what what do you think? Uh, a new person uh, who you know. Uh, knows that Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman are a thing and maybe saw a couple movies, how would they uh, deal think, with this book? Unfortunately, I think these people would be woefully confused in Final Crisis. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. It, it, I think it requires more knowledge than almost any other event that I know of. <laughs> uh, so, I yes. I So I chose this one because I feel like this is um, the comic book event series just like taken to its most extreme, extreme like measures in yeah. almost every possible way. Yeah, and and I will say though that even though you may be confused, you will still absolutely enjoy it because if you know who you know Batman and Superman are, there's they get a lot of crazy moments in this. Yeah, um, and I, I I feel too that so DC and Marvel their events are are very different. Um, yeah. Marvel events like. I think tend to be more beginner friendly. They tend to be like usually smaller scale. Secret Wars is is, is I think the exception. It it feels almost like a DC event, but Marvel usually tends to be not so crazy. DC is just like let's take some like history and then pile more history on top of that, and then <laughs> let's like take a crazy spoon and stir it. But yeah, I remember those five issues that came out six years ago about these guys. Yeah, we're gonna build off of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be our main plot point. That's yeah, be our main plot. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I agree. Like, I, I think even if you know very little, you're gonna, there's gonna be a lot that you don't understand or that, um, seems confusing or weird, but the entire thing is confusing and weird. And so like, it's, it is. Yeah. it's still yeah. enjoyable, right? It, it is still enjoyable. And yeah, it's, it's okay to be confused and be like, what is going on? Because honestly, even somebody who's read every DC comic ever was probably thinking that too. Yeah. And like, oh, like, like, like I was saying, with comics, they've been running for so long. Sometimes you just have to jump in somewhere and be like, yep. "Okay, I don't, I'm not going to get everything, but I'll, you know, I'll pick it up as I go along." Yeah. All right, and then last, this one was your pick, uh, Dark Knight's Metal. Dark yeah, I wish I had metal. a guitar riff yeah. here. Uh, right, it's a play on two words. Um, Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo uh, put this one together. Yeah, Dark Knight's Metal is like if someone were just like, ah, you know, you know what the world needs? It's just a lot of a lot of evil Batman. <laughs> and that's the, I feel like that's the premise. I feel like someone said that and this is the premise. They're just like, man, what is Batman afraid of in his deep, dark conscious? He's probably afraid of evil Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right. Like we, we all, we all have that like fear of our darkest mirror self or our dark impulses. And so um, I think this is a fantastic, like, look at yeah what is it like to face your darkest fears especially when that fear is you know yourself and you doing the wrong thing or you making some sort of terrible mistake and and while most of the, the main dc hitters justice league are here this is definitely a batman comic <laughs> yes for sure and <laughs> i <laughs> I believe that Batman is the greatest of all the DC heroes, so I am totally on board for this ride. 
Yeah, um, this this one's got some. This one kind of reminded me of Secret Wars in a way, a little bit, just because mm. we get some some real crazy, or maybe Secret Wars reminded me a bit, I, I, vice versa, like depending on which one came first. But yeah, you just get some really crazy moments from people who are just like, you know, taking up powers that make them way different than they normally are and things like that. Yeah. Uh, what like what what were some of your highs or your lows for this one? Um, highs. Let's see. I think I think highs is is meeting some of the uh, the other the other dimension Batman, the evil Batman. Like watching these guys come out, like the, these terrifying like creatures who have like robin dogs on leash like that's that's just it's phenomenal and disturbing and, and phenomenal yeah um i like i yeah i like that too i liked uh so this the structure of this book i think feels very different than most other stories like most other stories might you know they have a certain flow and there's like there's the introduction and then there's like a slow build up and then there's the climax this one's just like it starts with like hey everything's going good and then it's just like a constant downhill ride <laughs> as things just get like worse and worse, worse almost the entire movie it feels like a horror movie it does, uh, yeah. It's, especially the beginning, where like where you're learning, like like Batman is is like the secret to the like he's the key to the the, the world ending darkness taking over. Yeah. It's just like, oh yeah, well of course he's gonna be Batman. And like, I'm just gonna go do this by myself because I'm Batman. <laughs> and then everything goes horribly wrong. Yeah, and I, like I started out like, oh, yeah, things are going bad, but these are this is the Justice League here. They got it, and then just things like get worse and then yeah. worse. And then somehow even worse than what I thought was, like, the lowest that they could go. And it's just, like, it really puts them through the ringer. Yeah, yeah. Superman is, he is, uh, he gets taken to task. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I really liked, um, how, uh, I, like, they, I feel like this is pretty beginner-friendly. Um, so. at, at least for DC. Like, they explain a, a lot of, like, who people are. Um, there's definitely going to be moments where you're like, what's the Phantom Zone? Who's the Anti-Monitor? I don't even know, like, plast Plastic Man, who's that? So there's plenty of, like, I don't know moments, but, um, I think it's pretty beginner-friendly. What do you think? Yeah, they sure do love Plastic Man for these big events. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I don't know, you know, he's, he's, this is his one time to shine. He just, he doesn't have his own book very often, so they're like, this is, let's put in Plastic Man, we'll give him something good. Yeah, he was huge in, like, Injustice and other stuff, so... Yeah, interesting. But anyways, yeah, no, I, th I think this is, I think it's pretty beginner-friendly. Yeah, as long as you know who these characters are, it's like, you know who Batman is, you know what his deal is, you know why he's the, he's the dark brooding guy. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think you, I think you can pick this up. Um, the, the stuff, the, the stuff that's explained in this is, is explained pretty well, like the in-world lore and why these strange metals, actually yeah. are metals, not death metal, like the rock music, <laughs> although that plays a part too. Yeah. Well, and so this is like it ties into Final Crisis, right? Final Crisis, we get this big idea of like, oh my gosh, music can like bring the world back into creation. Like Superman right. singing the world, and music is you know it's called Dark Knight's metal. Yep. Uh, so obviously, music is a big part of this. Um, there's many references to like music, like giving people power, or, or like. The concept of anti-music, which is just like screeching, really terrible, like being destructive, and sounds horrible. Yeah, uh, but as so, I like that. I, I, when as confusing as like DC events tend to be, because they just like throw everything out there deep into the history and lore. Like at the same time, I love that. Like they do take time to tie it back in and like not 
give up anything and still keep building on it, even though it's this crazy, like, leaning tower of, like, spaghetti. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this was this was really fun. Uh, if you had to pick uh, your favorite event of of the four, what would you say it is? Oh, if I had to pick my favorite, I'd probably go with Civil War. Actually, ah, wow. Yeah. Uh, and why? Why was it? Why was it? Civil, it just it, I think it struck like the perfect balance of like making you think and having some really good action set pieces and being pretty approachable. Yeah, uh, I think I. Um, like I, I definitely love Civil War. It's probably a close second, um, and, although a large part of that might just be my nostalgia. Um, <laughs> but know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and give it to Dark Knight's Metal. Ooh, okay. Uh, just because I you know, I, deep down, I'm just a Batman fanboy. <laughs> and, yeah. Well, uh, if you like, if you like this one, there's, there's more, there's more Dark Knights of Metal comics. Right. In the second one, you get to see Batmanosaurus Rex. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, and like, if you if you search for Hoopla Dark Knight's Metal, you'll see you'll see Dark Knight's Metal that we just read the sequel, which is Dark Knight's Death Metal, uh, featuring <laughs> a Dino Batman. But all, like, <laughs> yeah. there's also tons of tie-ins. There's like like five or six other like you know side stories. Um, so yeah, there's a lot a lot of good stuff out there on Hoopla. Yeah, and then all of these are available on Hoopla, so definitely yeah. check them out. Check them out, read them uh, from your couch, and uh, and then yeah, you know, send me send me an email uh, uh, letting me know what your favorite one is. All right, yeah. Jeffrey yeah. Howick at mcld mcldaz.org. Right, and also tell Jeff who you think was right, Captain America or Iron Man. Oh yeah, uh, we all. I mean, I think we all know who was right, uh, Iron Man. <laughs> you can, you can if you if you want to tell me how wrong you are i would love to hear that as well <laughs> all right well thanks uh thanks glenn for being uh with us today and yeah, talking about these amazing epic events um, absolutely you can't go wrong with any of these they're just they're a ton of fun and if you're no. starting to get in comics this is a good place to start because you don't really need to worry too much about what came before because yeah. these are all kind of their own little thing and you can you it, it, if you read them and you're like oh wow I really want to know more about that character or like this one looks really cool like that's another great reason to check this out and then you can kind of say oh wow I really want to know more about Plastic Man and then you can deep dive into Plastic Man or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah check them out and uh, as usual uh, have a great day everyone and uh, we'll see you next time thanks for listening thank you for listening to Shelf Logic. Make sure to hit subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Follow us on social media where we are at MCLDAZ.